Are we on yet? We are. All right. Yeah, we'll go smoking to Long Ash Podcast. I, I, I want to have like a nice, like, relaxed, like, just talk time. I want to I yeah. actually smoke and talk like we would if we were just having a cigar because I really want to smoke. I'm cool with cigar. that. So, Long Ash Podcast, Nick Chris. Uh, I got the Pure Origin. This is the uh, Toro Gordo, actually. Six, uh, six by 60, I believe. Uh, the Gran Volcano. Keep your eyes out for a new one coming yeah. out. Uh, first images should be dropping today, actually. First images. Yes. And then, uh, Chris, what do you got going on over there? I have the Oscar Connecticut that debuted at the PCA this past year. We finally got in, which is pretty sweet. Um, Connecticut wrapper, Honduran tobacco in the binder and filler, as well as Nicaraguan tobacco. Um, I mean, I haven't smoked anything from Oscar that I, I, I don't like. I'm a big fan of the Wild Hunter and the Superfly. I didn't try the Superfly Connecticut. I don't know if you did. Um, Who would have thought that all those years as a grouch and he can still make a really good cigar? I know, I know. And this one was wrapped in like the green, a green yeah. leaf. So it was really Oscar the Grouch. Who Why made he hasn't done a grouch? Like, come on, dude. I got to think of everything. Okay? I think you just have to start selling your ideas to people. I know, I know. And then. Make millions. You should. And then blow it all. <laughs> and then be poor. I'm betting. <laughs> no, I don't gamble. I would blow mine on like something stupid like sneakers. Okay. Or having way too many TV. Like, I'd have a TV everywhere. Like, yeah. in, in, like literally everywhere. In the- I don't know. I don't know what I would blow my money on. Probably how Nick Cage did. Like, just going to a place, loving it, and buying property. I would definitely blow my money that way. See, I would. Um, uh, or. How else? I would spend a lot up front. I would buy a lot of things quick. But, like, things that, like, are going to, like, I would buy a nice house. Mm-hmm. I would get everything done in the house I need. I would stock the house with like good furniture. Um, I car? Put, would you buy a bunch of cars? Would you I would like buy a bunch cars? of cars. I would buy maybe like two cars, and not nothing like crazy. I would buy ones that like they might be really nice, but the things that are gonna last me a, a while, like 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 an Audi, and then like a really nice like uh, maybe a BMW or like a, maybe like a Nissan GTR, um, something that like is fancy, but like I could put miles on, so like this was gonna last me forever. Um, I'd pay off my parents' mortgage also. You got to do that, and then. I don't know. And then I would like, depending on how much I have left, I don't know if this is the lottery or whatever, I'd put it in a, in an account where I'm making, you know, 3% a year. And then just the interest I'm making on the account is like that pays for all my, you know, my taxes and yeah. my whatever. And then, you know, take a nice vacation every year, buy all my nieces and nephews, baller gifts, buy Derek something. He needs it. I don't understand why celebrities have like 10, 12 cars. I feel like they're, they're rarely driving themselves place to place. It's it's all a status. Just, symbol, yeah, it I don't know. I love a celebrity who like, but I, like when um when uh, who's the defensive player? Uh, Watt, the one that retired. JJ. JJ. He would just like like in the offseason, just like live in a small cabin in the woods and just like get jacked like Rocky Four. Yeah, he would like, go somewhere yeah. and yeah, train. So uh, maybe that's where all my money would go. Is I would buy a house. Like my house would be like in Montana, like isolated. But I would spend millions to make sure it still had like the fastest internet. Like yeah. I, would, I would want all the <laughs> yeah. amenities of living closer, but I want to be out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and then I would probably get also some kind of baller truck for that if there's weather. Yep, I can get you know, and I would have like a backup generator, like the same one they use at the White House. Like I like I'm never losing power. Um, oh, and a basement fridge. Always need a basement. Fridge, always need yes. a basement fridge. Uh, Derek, what are you smoking? Doesn't even know. Oh, that's a fancy one for you. Look at you go. Proud of you. 
Derek is so fed up with me today. I tell, yeah. I tell you, every time he gets up here, he's fucking feisty. He, I, I, I could see him hating me today. You, you were, you were, you were giving me a look. At it. Exactly, you were looking at your laptop, being like this fat fucking guy, <laughs> garbage pail. <laughs> Derek had a nice lunch today too. Did you see his lunch? No. Oh yeah. What did like, you have? Oh, it was like a Reuben, I guess. Like a a big Reuben. On, on did you make? Did, did you make? Did your wife? Oh, you did get. Oh, my, okay. There we go. Let's go. That was the first time I didn't see him with like a pre, like a home home food. He's just, you're good like that. You know, you know like, he he's the most disciplined eater in the office. Like, yeah. By far. <laughs> oh, yeah. Won't yeah. have a bagel. Won't have a piece of cake. Like he is so disciplined. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He must just go home and just have like twenty IPAs just to take, just to take the edge off. <laughs> I gotta have Cheetos today. I gotta have Anthony, something. Anthony seems pretty disciplined too. He has a bagel. He'll, he'll, Does have, he? he'll okay. have a thing. He'll All have right. a thing. Anthony will forget to like bring lunch and just like not eat lunch, which I think is crazy. I'm like, you gotta eat something. Yeah. You gotta have something. Like, what's going on here? I'll, I'll, like, I had a bagel today, but then I had like a, a lighter lunch. Like, I had a smaller sandwich. I got the mini from Jersey Mike's instead of the regular, which is like, it's like not even eating, really. No. It's like, it's, it's not even. Like, I, I, so, technically, today I didn't even eat. Except for the bagel and this mini sandwich, and then had the crackers, <laughs> and now I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. But other than that, like, like nothing even entered my system. Um, so, uh, fucking, I don't, Jada Pinkett Smith, I think annoys me more than I think any celebrity currently, because after all of the stuff. It comes out that apparently they've been separated since 2016. And for some reason, and I don't know why, I'm more annoyed that she's the one who said it. Yeah. And she said it in her interview with like Hoda Kotb while she's plugging her new. It's like, you are so desperate for the limelight. It it really, and this is, I know this is not a celebrity gossip show, but it's just that poor guy. Like you have humiliated him now all over again because you just ha- you have to tell your story. Like it, it drives me crazy. So <clears throat> I do hate feeding into this because you know it is celebrity gossip. They don't they don't know we exist. Um, but my buddy sent me something yesterday that was really really interesting. Um, I think it was in twenty eight. When did the movie Focus come out? With Will Smith and uh, Margot Robbie. That was Robbie. the concussion one? No. But that was concussion. What was it called, Focus? It was Margot Robbie and Will Smith. Oh, I want to say that was like 2018, 2019. All right. Oh, you think he she, was... No, no, no. Jada, apparently, Jada Pinkett Smith took a, mo- took a movie role, I don't know which one, that was located in New Orleans. And that's where her son's friend, August... What's his name? August, August Wilson? No. August is Lena. I don't know his name. That's where that she said she had an entanglement with that dude. That's where he was living. So my buddy has a conspiracy that she took that job there, that she took that specific movie role in New Orleans to be near A movie him, that probably no one's ever heard of. That I don't even know what it is. Most that, likely. But then also the movie Focus filmed a little bit in New Orleans as well. So now my buddy was even doubling down and saying, well, Smith took you know Focus because it was going to be in New Orleans so he could kind of like be there to like 
make sure Jada Pinkett Smith quote unquote behaves. But then there's all these rumors that Jada Pink uh, that Will Smith and Margot Robbie hooked up. I mean, I, I don't would, know how true that. I is. I would love that for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is like I think that's like a, a mo- like a modern like oh I love that for you. Uh, I would love that for him, but I don't think Margot Robbie is that kind of girl. I think she got she got like secretly married to like. And I'm not. This is no no uh, no actor, critique of yeah. the guy, but like to a no, but like he's not yeah. like a famous guy. I don't even know if he's like he's not even like a rich guy. I think he's just like a guy. So good for that guy. Yeah. That guy's everybody's hero. Will Smith just keeps losing, man. I feel bad. I know he needs like a tough, but like like he need he needs to like go out with like Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh would be. Oh, she's my favorite. You don't like Florence Pugh. Uh-oh, so you know, <laughs> so you know how what what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Who'd she break up with before Everyone? going out with Ben Affleck? Yeah, uh, Mark more, Anthony, A Rod, A Rod. She's got more rings than one Thanos. of her one of her back uh, background dancers. I think she was engaged to for a while. She's got more rings than Thanos. Um, no, I think but like more she, rings than Dak Prescott. When she <laughs> <laughs> when her and A Rod split, like she went back like. She went back to Ben Affleck like that. She to me, she leveled up a little bit, in my opinion. I'm just I don't like a Rod, but so she leveled up. Will Smith needs to level up from Jada Pinkett Smith because she's still talking about Tupac. You know, she's still talking about like this stuff and she just needs to be in the limelight. I I also kind of do feel bad for their kids Um, because like I wouldn't want to be their kids and they're like my parents are in the news for like the wrong reason. I mean, dude, stupid, essentially. She was in. Scream 2, she was in Nutty Professor. I, I'm trying to think of, an, and I'm sure there's other movies she was in. She was the lead in Nutty Professor. I don't, yeah. I can't, and I'm like a movie guy, I can't think of another movie that she was in. Like, no, nothing else is coming to mind besides Scream 2 and Nutty Professor. She was in um, the Matrix Revolution. That, okay, yeah, she was in Matrix Revolution. That's right. She was she in the was Matrix in the Revolutions Ma- and yeah. the and the, the last one. She was one. in Collateral. Okay. Did any of you guys watch Gotham, the TV show? Oh yeah, she was in Gotham. She yeah. was the uh, the club owner lady. Ooh, she had a she had a show on Fox Five. Wow. <laughs> now any movie that Will Smith doesn't count for her because that's a nepotism choice. She's in, yeah, Bad Moms, Girls Trip, mm. <laughs> Men in Black. Th- oh yeah, Men in Black. She's in Men in Black. Men in Black Three. She's a party guest. Oh, <laughs> she couldn't yeah. even get. She couldn't even get a name role in her husband's trilogy movie. Oh, she was in Rain Over Me with Adam uh, Sandler. Yeah, who was she in that? She was in. The, oh, she, she was. was uh, she was uh, Don Cheadle's wife. I yeah. think maybe. God, that scene in the doctor's waiting room. Yeah. Oh, chokes me up every time. God damn, Adam Sandler. She, <laughs> she was in Ali. Yeah, again, nepotism. Choice. Yeah. Yeah, so they've been split since 2016. Now, this, you know. So now if it, so, it don't, you know. Oh, she also came out and said Chris Rock tried hitting on her back in the day, like one summer or some shit. She said. Which is also like, listen, that is something that I think she was doing to embarrass Chris Rock. But then like when you read the story, he heard they were getting divorced or they were like like getting divorced. Yeah. So he called her, he was like, hey, I'd love to take you out sometime. And she's like, oh, actually, no, we're not doing that. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, and he was yeah. like, apparently, like, super, like, a gentleman. He's like, oh, I just heard that you were single. It's totally cool. Apologize, you know. 
maybe that's a reason that Will was Probably. mad. And she thought that was a skit, by the way, too. Did you read that? She thought it was no, a skit. No, I don't believe that for a minute. Yeah. I don't believe that for a minute. And if she had any respect for Will, like, you don't write this book. You don't need any more money. You don't write this book, and you don't go on Hoda Kotb. And, and if you, like, for one time, let Will be the mouthpiece of your relationship, like, once. Like, let him say, like, that dude, I want him to do, I want him to go on Joe Rogan for, like, three hours. I would love Will Smith to go on and be like, this is what's going on, man. Like, like, let us hear it from Will because I, I don't believe a single word she's saying. Do you think he would? I think if they like announced that they're actually getting divorced, I think. I mean, he, dude, he's got to have had enough at this point. Yeah, he's chasing Tupac. Like, and Tupac's been. They just caught the murderer. <laughs> like, you know, yesterday that was another big story. They caught Tupac's murderer. Um, I saw somebody <laughs> said the other day. I don't know. I can't remember who it was. I don't know if I saw it in a podcast or if I saw it on Instagram that Kanye was more influential than Tupac. And they said, because I've only seen one Tupac, he's like, but you've seen a hundred Kanye's. <laughs> but no, but that means like, who is influenced style more? Oh, you're like, talking about style. Well, oh, like style, style, you know, your whole, your whole thing. Like if, if Kanye, you know, really inspired like a generation of hip hop artists to mimic him, there's a whole generation now that is basically dedicated to Kanye where he's saying like nobody really did like what Tupac was doing, which as a pure artist, yeah. Tupac, that's great. You're completely unique. But in terms of affecting the industry, I just thought it was an interesting point. I, could, like, I could dive into this if you want. I'm not, the, I'm not, I'm to. not the biggest into hip hop. So well, no, no, just lot, in but. general. I think so. I would need someone here out of you, out of you three to correct me if I'm wrong. I felt like Tupac I guess minus Will Smith, it's full circle, was really one of the first artists <clears throat> to like simultaneously act while he was at like the height of his yeah. rapping career. You know, you, I don't know if LL Cool J was like an actor while he was rapping or it was an acting so. while, you know, post rap career or post music career. That was one of the first I've ever seen someone do that. So you see like, um, you know, another person that comes to mind with doing that is, you know, Elvis. It, it, yeah, Elvis did that. Uh, more in the hip hop community, I would say like Donald Glover, Drake. But I do agree that Kanye, to me, Kanye like the reason certain album to, to me like the reason "Take Care" from Drake exists is because of 808s and Heartbreak. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys agree over here. I would concur. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> or like kind of like because 808s and Heartbreak, he like was rapping, but also he was in his like feelings. In my opinion, but like Kid Cut, Kid Cudi, Travis Scott. I saw a Kid Cudi concert once. Oh, really? When he was uh, just starting out, it was oh, like nice. I think Day and Night Willie really had like just come out, and he played. That, that was him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he played at our college, so it was yeah. it was like it was like 2008. Yeah. He was it was like his first year of like being a guy. I think Kanye's the biggest person to take away a lot from Kanye West is Travis Scott, who's another rapper, because mm. he produces his own stuff. And he even followed him into a Kardashian. Yeah, he did. Got him pregnant. Got her pregnant and everything. Yeah, didn't Travis Scott like stampede a bunch of people at a concert? He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all five eight of him did. Yeah. No, his concert and at his Astro World concert. Yeah. yeah, there was a there was a few people that I don't know if they passed away from from it. Yeah, but I don't know if you pass away from being trampled at a concert. I think you just you died. die. Yeah, you yeah. died. All right. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely a difference in that. Yeah, I think you just you just and died. um. 
and I don't know if it, at, at the time I think it, like security was trying to have him stop and he didn't. I, I don't know the full story, but um, oh, that's Derek's hour. Time to leave. What he is he is allotted one hour of enjoyment time per day, <laughs> and it's at work. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I um. No, that's a good. That's an interesting yeah. point. I, I saw where like I never saw the reason why I, you know, why people thought Kanye was more influential than Tupac. But you would it would like to, it would be interesting to see if Tupac obviously was still alive, how influential his he would be towards a lot of other people. I I, I do always wonder that like how Biggie Smalls and Tupac would have navigated in this world of um, because their their songs their music like. Biggie constantly was rapping about, you know, murder and rape. Very like just willingly. Yeah. Like every song was about it. It definitely wouldn't have translated well. No. <laughs> so I wonder how would he have taken a Snoop a Snoop Dogg approach or route where get into movies and kind of like Snoop Dogg just does a bunch of different. See, things. I, I could have seen them both taking popular paths. I could see Biggie going like Hollywood entertainment. He had like this big personality, and I know Tupac was already doing that. But I could see Tupac eventually having become like more of a Dr. Dre and like being like a big time or, or, like, or like a Jay Z behind the yeah. scenes, like music producer yeah. and like, like really building hits where like I could see like Biggie becoming like you know, on Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would be that would be interesting. I did an episode a while ago with my buddy and I's podcast where we were like, you know, where would they be now if not, not even dead or alive, just. Um, like we talked about the two uh, linebackers that retired, Patrick Willis and Luke Keekley, like where their careers would pan out if they didn't retire early. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we did like, you know, obviously Kurt Cobain and I, I did Kurt Cobain and I did Biggie and all that. But it is interesting to see like where their paths would be as they navigate in this world where, you know, it's. Um, Musicians are weird. Like no, it's it's very hard for people to stay true to what they were like when they started out, just because life changes so dramatic, like, you know, a folk musician, like life changes yeah. so dramatically from when you started playing in like small clubs with a, with a banjo in the village to next thing, you know, you're Bob Dylan. Yeah. Like you can't, you, you can, you can try and be as close to that guy as possible, but you can't be. Yeah. Once you walk into a room and everybody's quiet, or everybody asks for your autograph, or like every meal is free, yeah. or they're driving you around the world. Like you can't. The only people who can, the only guy I've seen truly do it is Daniel Day Lewis because he comes out and does a movie and then he fucks off home. He yeah. doesn't. I don't think he goes to premieres really. He doesn't do talk shows. Chris like, Tucker's like that too. Now, yeah, but now, like during, when he I was guess doing, not at the height of his, like when he was younger, I yeah, guess Yeah, Rush Hour, Fifth Element, yeah, he, was, he yeah. was doing all the stuff. Yeah, but yeah. He, he was a stand-up. He was like going, he was, too, you know, yeah, he was touring, yeah. doing stand-up. Um, I heard they might be doing another Rush Hour. That's what I, I love that. I love that franchise. I can't really remember the other two. I remember. I definitely remember the first, the first one I saw a bunch. Second one's my, one is, is my favorite. Um, but no, that's a, that is, it is tough to kind of keep true to like who you are. Yeah, but I, I, you know, there's bands I loved and listened to, like Zeppelin to me. I want to say their sound was the same throughout all their, what, seven, eight albums. They're, yeah. Their sound changed, but I felt like they remained kind of like great, but it was a short period of yeah, time. Yeah, well, because once John Bonham died, there like was no more. Yeah, like, so you see these no artists that, you know, you know, Kanye's already been around like 
almost two decades, right? Drake is is, yeah. is kind of pushing that envelope, you know. Uh, yeah, Drake was big when I was in college. Jay Z was is almost three decades, you yeah. know, almost. So Nas as well. So you see, like, how they've been able to stay relevant, you know, and it's it's tough to do, you know. I think the Beatles and Zeppelin they they did all that stuff together in a decade. And, you know, it, it is, I do think at some point in our lifetime, like when in 30, 40 years from now, I do think certain bands might be irrelevant. You know, I don't know if Beatles and Zeppelin will be. I hope nah, not. I really hope not. But it's also eternal, about like man. people like our age now passing that, passing it down much like my parents did. And also where, where it pops up in pop culture. Like I guarantee Zeppelin got a big boost when they put in, um, I think it was, I can't remember the name of the song. I think it was like Rod of Al, like in, uh, in Thor. Thor yes. Yeah. yeah like yeah. They, they, they get a boost from that. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. now like my nephew now knows a Led Zeppelin. I was like, oh, yeah. what's that crazy Led Zeppelin oh, song? Yeah. 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 So like, it, that makes, like, that's a good yeah, point. Like too, there yeah. are some things that are eternal. Like, all right, will will the younger generation like you know will will you just use Steve because he's he's you know the younger than us. What's that? Gen Gen X, I guess. Gen Z. Yeah. What are are you Gen Z? Gen Z, right? Yeah. Will they know somebody like the Animals? You know, will they know them? Like, will yeah. they know, like the, those kind of bands that like our parents like we kind of would hear a little bit. You know, like uh, the House of the Rising Sun. Like, do you know that song? I think it's yeah. I think the animals. Yeah. yeah. You might have heard it. You know, you definitely have heard the opening guitar riff if you play it on like Spotify. There is a house yeah. in New Orleans. So it also depends too of like as you know, as people his age and younger, if they are in the arts and they want to use a song for certain that's the thing too. Like, you know, you learn all the I rewatched Goodfellas the other day, it was just on AMC, and the soundtrack for that is oh, just yeah. like amazing. So if you pass that down to Someone to, you know, someone to work. Right. Like, if I decide to show that to Peyton in 13, 14 years, and she's like, well, who's this band? Who's that band? That's how it also lives on You're as gonna well. You're going to show your 13-year-old daughter Goodfellas? <laughs> I mean, man, the movies I watched when I, I was would younger show my, than I mean, her. Here's the thing, I, and I'm not trying to be genderistic. No, no, no. I would show my 8-year-old son Goodfellas. I wouldn't show my 8-year-old daughter Goodfellas. And I mean, yeah. that's me. I mean, it's on me. Yeah. Maybe it's on me. But you ever heard that There's song before? Uh, the House by the Yeah. Say like that's like a classic song. Yeah. So I, I think those guys are gonna we're gonna yeah. I mean, dude, it was like our parent like there's stuff that like our grandparents like that's lost on us. Like how many people our age know like Bobby Darren? Yeah, that's or, true. I mean you'll you'll know your Dean Martins, your Frank Sinatra's, your Sammy Davis Jr. But like I guarantee like if I went and asked, you know, Anthony or Adele, uh, you know, like hey, do you ever hear of you know uh like Bob Hope? Like they don't know they're not gonna yeah. know these guys. Um, Mark's brothers, Abbott and Costello, maybe in terms of like entertainment, but, uh, uh, what, I'm trying to think of his name. What the heck is his name? Oh, there's a, like my dad's, well, my dad, like Nat King Cole with like the, like the people got to know Nat, maybe because of the Christmas song. That, I know also you do see like video games and movies where you, you know, using old time songs mm. and then you're like, okay, like this for trailers now that, you know, it's perfect, you know, and you just hope that it passes down. But you yeah, do. I mean. I mean, yeah. cigars are similar too. Like, like how many times have we talked about like the older brands that getting lost on the are, new yeah, generation? Are there don't, yeah, either don't exist anymore. The ones that do exist are just so vastly different that people don't realize the, you know, the importance that 
you know, those Honduran cigars from Villazan, the Partagas, yeah. and, and, you know, those, you know, the, the Hoya de Monterey's, like the ones that maybe aren't, they aren't super popular anymore, or they're not on the half wheel or cigar fishing mm-hmm. list, and it's, you but know. they were important and they played an important role and they have like this heritage people not, and, and that's why I can't stand when people are like, oh, I don't like history or I hated history class. It was pointless. I'm like, it is the most important thing for you to know. Because everything else yeah. stems from that. Like, yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, and it's a pretty gemer- generic comment coming from me. Like, I'm not reinventing the wheel, but the history of things that you enjoy, or just like where you grow up, you know, history of of just the history of civilization. Like, you need. Yeah. I think it's important to know, so you're just more educated and you're self-aware and it can, and even on the smallest things of, you know, like we're talking about today with movies, cigars, you know, musicians and stuff like that, that's important to know because you can see how it's progressed. Right. Yeah. And you, and every, every, even, even the STEM fields, all these major fields, science, mathematics, engineering, they all are going to have large portions that are history. Like, you know, you need to figure out, you know, the, the history of theoretical physics or uh, how did uh, uh, Newton like classify gravity? Like, you know, what was his deal? Like, how, you know, how did the Romans invent the arches or some, you know, for, for architecture and for engineering? You have to, you find out the history of these things and how they were discovered before you start going into the science of it. Oh, then this reacts with this. But how was that discovered? Who discovered it? Like every like famous mathematician knows all the previous famous mathematicians. There's no like, yeah. there's no like yeah. genius right now at MIT that like doesn't know every famous mathematician before him, what they did, what prizes yeah. they got. History stems into everything else because it helps you understand um especially in like these theoretical fields. It's it's like, you know, there there's there's pieces in history that will help you solve this puzzle. Yeah, you know, and, and it gives you a better understanding of of whatever it is. I know we bring it up all the time, but a, a perfect example of that is like a Nick Melillo, where he, mm-hmm. you know, every line he does, he knows the history of why this is named a specific thing. Even the guys we had on a few weeks ago, the cigar guys, you know, doing the basis cigar, like that was like for their, you know, for their their heritage and their background of that, like that, you know, I could see if you know if you were to ever make a cigar, I think you would go that route but make it more unique and special to you right because i think that because you do love history you do know a lot about it so and i think that's it is important you know i've never really heard anyone say oh i i I hate history oh i've heard i hear it all really i mean i think it's super important to know the history of anything you're getting into go ask go ask adele if she like liked history class i guarantee she's but now (laughs) again how history is taught in schools this is not necessarily what i'm talking about yeah it, let, let, let's say you're an artist. So let's say you're you or you're Steve and you're going to, you're in high school, but you know that you want to be a videographer. You know you want to be a photographer. Yeah. And you were in a history class like learning about the Battle of Waterloo. I understand why that could seem annoying. But don't say you hate history. Say you don't like how history was taught to you. But now for someone like Steve. Or some of you may not understand. Like, like, they may not understand it yeah, too. A history of like Japanese manga. Like, you know, how, how these things, you know, evolve over time. I'm sure he would find that class absolutely fascinating. History of film for you or film yeah. noir. Yeah. Like, so it's a matter of how history is taught. And I also do think that right around high school is when people not, might not know what they want to do for the rest of their lives, but they really start developing their interests. Having, uh, for history, like having, 
you know, maybe you still have like a one-on-one class where like, all right, here's major things that you need to know. You know, Pearl Harbor, Martin Luther King, 9-11, you know, a Holocaust, like really important yeah. like like things that happened. Um, but then having more like, you know, like the history specify, even in high school, because like maybe someone doesn't know that they want to know the history of comic books or you know, the history of music or hip hop or whatever. I don't like waiting for college. Like when now you're paying. So a lot of people, they don't want to pay a hundred thousand dollars. And like, Oh, I'm gonna take this history of you yeah. know, detectives in film and fiction class. Yeah. A lot of these should be in high school. I think when people really start diving into that way, they've had some experiences. They've taken these different courses. So coming out of high school, they have a much better understanding of what they want to focus on in college. So their money is better spent. Mm-hmm. I also think any uh, gen eds in college is ridiculous. At, at that point in your life, it's like you're yeah. you're going for what you want to do. I, yeah. I should I, I had to take like three science classes in college for a history major. I'm like this is stupid and a, and a waste of time. And you're just trying to squeeze me for more. We money. did yeah, we did a few gen eds. Uh, like my senior year was more. All my courses were geared towards what I went to school for. Right, I think felt like the first two years or first year and a half were like, all right, here's some gen eds. I think that's, you know, I think at some point, you know, and I'm coming from a different perspective, not really a university, an art school. Um, so I think, yeah, your junior and senior year at a university should be dedicated to what you're going, like what you're looking to graduate with, you know, what type of degree and what field you're trying to get into. Right. Um, and I think that that's that's super important as well. Well, I agree. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, like. In high school, I was not a good high school student. I didn't really like any of the classes I was taking. And then when I went to college, I flourished because it was something that I really enjoyed. You, you know? florid-ish. I florid-ish. You florid-ish. Um, and, and, you know, it's because I found something that I really <laughs> like right. doing, I guess. You know, and I, it's a good example. Like, you made a good example. Like, if, you, if you're not liking how it's being taught, then you shouldn't say, oh, I automatically hate it. And that, that goes for anything. Exactly. I should be president, Chris. I think it's pretty evident. Of uh, of JR or the world? I'm just, I mean, if they want to vote for the world. <laughs> imagine being president of the world. No. I always thought, it's like, why can't we all just like, I don't know. There was something where uh, I think it was, I think it was an episode of Rick and Morty, actually, where there was uh, like, there was like snakes. There's something when they went, like they're on this, snake planet and like they're going back in time yeah. and like messing with and like the snakes have their own like they have like a snake hitler it's like this weird thing but then they're like they're doing like this math like this horrible like civil war it's like oh can you imagine like snakes hating each other because like it's a slightly different looking snake and i'm like yeah like wasn't that what aliens would say like if they looked at earth and they're like why are they all yeah like, they're all the same thing to us like why are they fighting Oh man! It's like it's like watching two birds that are like slightly different kinds of birds fighting. Like, dude, you're both birds. Like, it's supposed to, it's a fucking struggle out we here for both of you. You yeah. both got to pay taxes and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, I just, it, it would be nice if people did realize that, but they, yeah, they, they can't. But you know, are you the type of person that you need to make everybody happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then a president that would never work. Like, I, yeah. it's same here. I would never. I, like, I know. Here's the thing. I need to make the right people happy. There's a bunch of people I'll, I'll flip the bird to, and and don't. Yeah. Care. Um, like if, if I'm, if I'm running for president and then like some stupid, uh, what are they called? Um, who are the guys who like work on Capitol Hill, a lobbyist mm-hmm. and some lobbyists like, Oh, you know, you got to keep the Ford motor people happy. I'd be like, fuck you. I, I'm not like, no, I don't. Okay. 
Because guess what? If you guys want to talk shit, I'll come out and say like, hey, Ford Motors. Yeah. What? That's the other thing. If I ever got into politics, and I probably shouldn't be saying this here because it's going to ruin my plan. I'm going to record every conversation I ever have. So the minute they're like, if you don't get in line, we're going to release this thing to the news and we'll get you. And then the thing is released. I'm going to be like, hey, th- th- this is them trying to like all this like backroom shit that happens. Like if there was one person with integrity, was like, I'm going to record all of this. I'm going to blow up the whole system. And, and like, Why don't they do that? Because in order to even get to that point, you need to be part of the system. Mm-hmm. Like no one's elected to Congress that hasn't had a sit down somewhere with like you got to. You know, and I get it. Like, in order to get elected, you need money. That was why Trump had an opportunity to, like, to do something great because he was independently wealthy. He's like, I don't need you. I need your votes. Like, I don't need your money. So, like, I don't need the pharmaceutical companies to write me a big check and then I have to go say, everyone take, go, you know, yeah, go here and Provasic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need that. But then he was just a, a nut job. Um, but, like, some kind of, I mean, I don't know if there's anything, any true, like, altruistic billionaires. I know Bill Gates thinks he's one, yeah, but he's, no, a, he's a he's psycho not, now yeah. too. Um, and he was definitely on the island. That's why he got divorced. He was doing whatever he was doing out there. That uh, Bezos that. is too jacked now. He can't. Yeah. Be um, Elon, he kind of is a little loopy right now. I don't know what his deal is. Zuckerberg, no way. But I wish there was like some kind of altruistic billionaire who's like, I don't need to kowtow to anybody. I just want to help. So like I, I don't I don't need money I, I need people's support. None of these billionaires are, are well. No one's really normal. I shouldn't say that. We're all a little weird, but I mean, you don't think their ego is just inflamed? Like, I think it depends on how you made your billion. Like, yeah, somebody billionaires who like where you really know that they're billionaires. But like then you have somebody like uh, like Warren Buffett. He like drives like a Toyota. Like you yeah. know, he's like he doesn't care. He's like, I'm just whatever. He had a great point I saw in an interview where he said, he's like, if you want to fix the American economy, he's like, you, he's like, you can do it right away. He's like, you pass a bill that says whenever like the American GDP like dips below like 3%, all sitting congressmen are ineligible to run for a reelection in the next election. He's like, you will never see like an economic problem again because they will, because they know that if, if it slips, They'll they'll all lose their jobs. Yeah, um, I thought that was really smart. See, I would love to do shit. I'd love to be president, just like fucking pass crazy bills. Like, oh, everyone's gotta <laughs> fucking wear black shoes. I don't know. I would just I would just I would I would just do crazy shit all the time. Everyone's, just to do it. I want Hawaiian punch water fountains in the Capitol building. Like, I would just pass these crazy bills. I think that was in. If uh, you become president, can you just give us off every Friday. Yeah. All right. That's all I want. <laughs> Well, I, I would, I would like legitimately, I would look into forty-hour work week in four into, days. I would look into a four-day four work week. Doesn't even need to be forty hours. I'd look into a four-day work week. I mean, here's the thing: if I was CEO of a company, not necessarily JR, because we operate a little bit different, yeah, but like a bigger company. If you are a salaried person and your job consists of uh, various tasks, my thing is, is like I'm paying you to do these tasks. I'm not paying you for your for hours. I'm paying yeah, you for the task production. So if I'm paying you $100,000 a year and I expect these eight things done weekly, or, weekly, yeah. if you do all of them perfectly in six hours on Monday, I don't need you the rest of the week. 
fuck off. Yeah. Now, and, and the, or we're at a system where it's like, oh, and there's these four additional things where if yeah. you do this, I'll pay you extra. But this like, hey, I, literally everything I have to do this week is done. And it's like a Thursday at two o'clock. Like, oh, well, find something else. It's like, are you paying me to get the job done? Now, now where there's caveats to that is like, I can always find the next thing to do. Yeah. Because if I'm, if I'm waiting for a bunch of projects to like get finalized or this comes, I can go and start a new project. Yeah. That's part of my job is to continuously start new projects. But for other people, I'm like, if your task is done, like if Steve, it's like Steve needs to uh, film and edit these eight videos every week and he was able to get me and get you to fit and we did everything on Monday and he was done. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you're done. Like, yeah, uh, you shoot know, the breeze the rest of the week. Yeah. yeah or like, like literally you don't need to like, you know, stay on your email in case something pops up. It's like, yep. you're good. Um, so I would institute like a, if you're a task based person like this now managers, you can't have that because managers need to be continuously like looking for yeah. other people's work, double checking. But if you're a task based person, it's like, now I will make sure that, you know, when we're figuring this out through like HR, whatever your, you know, your tasks are, it's like these tasks, if done the way we think they're going to be done, average out to about 40 hours a week worth of tasks. But if you punch away and you like work into the night and you get them done, you know, by Tuesday afternoon, it's like, yeah, you can go take, you don't even need to take vacation days. Like you're good. Your, your tasks are done. I paid you for the tasks and the tasks are done. And you know what? You could probably hire people even cheaper yeah. to do that. Because yeah. it's, it's like, hey, man, you know, these tasks might take you 40 hours. You could probably get them done sooner. And now you have, you know, two whole days off a week. Like, you know, so I'll give you 50. And then you're going to get a part-time job for another 50. And that next thing you know now. That, and that's how you make money. Right? I just gave everyone the blueprint. Watch. Put that on TikTok. That. That, that's one of those, like, uh, those, those finance guys on... At 23, I owned four houses. It's like, no, you didn't. These guys are all full of shit. <laughs> and all these like 25, I do you want that. a Lamborghini like me? It's like, no, because I know you got it in some shady way and Lamborghinis are not even a good car. <laughs> it's like a Ferrari or a Bentley over a Lamborghini any day. Unless anyone from Lamborghini is watching this and wants to do like a co-sponsorship, in which case, Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini. <laughs> all right, well... Another great week here at Long Ash Podcast. Thank you guys very much for watching. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And as always, keep it lit.